Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. We're back. Hello from Biden's America. He's, it's a new era. It's a new day. Trump is gone. Gaga sang. Good riddance pig. Good riddance pig king. Sewer King. Rat King. Onwards and upwards. Not even actually cool enough to be a rat king. No, he wishes he was a rat king. He's a fucking... Just a standard hog. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. But it's a new day in America, and let's hope for the best. And seeing Gaga sing today gave me chills. Did she just sing the national anthem? She did. She was wearing this like incredible giant it looked like she was literally just holding a red comforter at her waist yeah i saw her fit pics and she looked gorgeous i wouldn't expect anything less she had a brooch that was like a very hunger's hunger games mocking jay it was it was like a dove with an olive branch um she looked great she i loved her walking out just like Mm-hmm. being escorted <laughs> and yesterday yeah. i saw there were photos of her like talking to the troops and I, in my head i was like oh my god they're probably using her to like vet the ones that are terrorists because <laughs> they got rid of like 12 <laughs> national guard because they were they said they can't be there because they're terrorists they said they they might have they didn't say why but they're i think it's because they had like ties to alt-right terrorists Wow, they really went full Dale in the library to get to the bottom of who stormed the Capitol. Mm-hmm. I love. Yeah, it feels good. It feels, you know, we still have a lot to deal with, but I'm hoping with him gone, it'll 
that's one thing we don't have to like be inundated with every every moment of every day yeah i'll be glad to just like not hear a bunch of like insane claims and then the hysterical news cycle around all of those is like such chaos and does nothing for anyone so hopefully that dies down I'd even I'd just like take a month off even before it feels like it's a hiatus like I'm not I don't feel any different I'm glad obviously that Trump is out of office but I'm also like this is just the beginning of like a new crazy time yeah it's but at least like we just don't have to hopefully it's just you know at least at least positive more positive um positive vibes only is what biden said in his speech (laughs) and i promised to do positive vibes only and then he gave a peace sign and everyone went and then they were like cool you're a prez now Mm -hmm. you're the prez um, has now, how does it feel? And he goes, Kamala's stepdaughter wore a very chic coat, a Mew Mew coat. That oh, okay. I think everyone's... I saw someone tweeting about that. Was it tweed? Was mm-hmm. it like a skirt suit? And she had like these cute. like colorful crystals on the shoulder pads. It was really cute. She stole the show okay. kind of. I'm ready for more fashion moments. Like mm-hmm. part of what was so an upsetting fact about the Trump administration was that like with him and his whole family being ghouls, we really couldn't have (laughs) or celebrate like Melania's fashion moments really fell by the wayside and she was doing her best to serve, but we just couldn't focus on that. And now I'm excited to be back in an era where we can like focus on the real important thing, the fashion fashions, (laughs) fashions. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, for a second, I thought they were going to, like, pan out to the crowd and it was going to be, like, iPads, like they did on that that Ellen show, like, Welcome Back, Ellen, where, the, where like, they, it was just computer I screens. Can't. Yeah, it was just, they put flags out, right? Yeah, it was cute. It, it looked, sweet. it was, it was, it, it was a very, I didn't, it was a happy, Trump's inauguration felt like doom and his speech was, like, so terrifying and he was, like, talking about, like, carnage and the speech was, like, at least, like, hopeful. So it was, it was definitely, even though everyone was like wearing masks and it's like a very somber thing to do during like this terrible time where so many people are gone, but they, they made it like positive. So that was, I was happy with that. Yeah. And then JLo came out. JLo looked so rich. And she sang. I'm, I'm super I'm kind of, over J Lo. I can't take it anymore. I've had enough. I've reached Rebel reached Wilson levels of J- done J- with her. J Lo saturation level. It's peak saturation, mm-hmm. and I, it's a every day now. I open the Daily Mail, and it's a fucking another article about J Lo. I'm like, I love your journey for you. I love everything you've accomplished. I think you're amazing, but I need you to just go away for a while. Like, I don't need any more J Lo updates for. I'd say probably like three or four months and I don't really get like what she's like not a good singer so well she's I mean she's not she's she sang today and like she she came out and just like was wearing like a like a cream suit today to a backing track just looking like so just wearing like a nude lip like her usual thing she just looked like this she just looks like a rich woman at this point 
I mean, she is. No, I know she's so rich. (laughs) She's just so like when she came down, I just literally was like, oh my god, she's so rich, and like she just. I think she. I think she was lip syncing. I think a lot of people. Yeah, she totally was was lip syncing. That because Gaga sings like fully. Like she, you know. She did. Gaga's raw in her singing. But JLo came down, and, and for a second I was like, wow, she's, you know, COVID's done her well with vocal rest, but um, with like quarantine vocal rest. But then I was like, wait, she's totally using a track right now. I was like, no one yeah, hits the. It was like, she was like Plava Laguna. <laughs> like, it was like. Someone was like playing. <laughs> Her voice like was reaching <laughs> scales that like I'm like that only AI can reach that. J Lo is deep fake. She is. She's like a. But I love her. That's the thing. Like I agree with you. I'm like annoyed by her, but I'm also like God. I love her. Like when she walks. I'm like I don't. I'm like I'm fine. I'm glad that she exists. I, it's not like Rebel where I'm like truly why. It's just like okay, I understand. Like there's no need. Like th- what else is there to prove? It kind of is weird. Like I feel like once you get to a certain level of celebrity, like you, sh- your natural inclination should just be to like fade away and vibe out privately because what else is like there's you've done everything you've done it all what is she waiting for is she trying to win an oscar is that what's next i mean she wanted with hustlers that was her you know she was great in that movie but yeah she was great but it's also like that move like that's not an oscar movie when she was splayed out on the roof in that fur smoking a cig like when she was clutching yeah she <laughs> we all wanted to be in that coat with her yeah i want for that I for that i can give her an oscar for most like most coat like coat acting coat acting in- incredible coat acting she had some coat acting this morning let me tell you she walked down that those steps and she was in full pro mode and she sang i think she sang let's get loud right i don't know i didn't watch this land is your land. She sang that song. This land is my land. Oh, I love that. Land. It was pretty. But yeah, it was, I was just like, okay, J-Lo. <laughs> you again. That's how I feel every time <laughs> I see her. I'm like, oh, you. I liked there when, you are. I liked when earlier this year she was like some horrific tragedy had happened. Like in a year of tragedies. But like something especially awful was happening that day. And like, <laughs> and then J-Lo posted like, a-Rod should have been in the Hall of Fame. Or so it was and everyone was like, not now, Jennifer. Yeah, they're just so wildly out of touch. And like, I think it's better. I also think they were you're... like closing the gyms in Miami so they could or they were opening gyms for them so they could work out. I think I read that. They've never stopped working out. Yeah. They exist to work out and like fly around on private jets and shop, I guess. Sounds great. Yeah. But also, loop me out. I'm fine. I get it. And I'm up to speed. Mm-hmm. I would say give her an Oscar. Maybe that will make her <laughs> fade, a- fade out. <laughs> Maybe she'll take a step back if you just give her whatever she wants. I'm literally just like, give her, give it all to her. I'd just say, <laughs> give, give her another 100 it, mil, it, whatever. I'm like, what will it take to get you to just like peace for a little bit? <laughs> Is that, I mean, I can't, I I just can't do it anymore. I'm like, come on. I think lots of people feel this, like, I think 
I someone posted recently like she <laughs> someone commented like she posted about some like health regime she was on or like beauty thing. oh and she then said she was like, this is also not, i she, like hmm she, she says she's never done botox and uh, she just uses olive oil on her face no she is bitch plucked. you're a fucking liar she is a, that's a lie yeah that's a bold face lie you shouldn't actually be you should have repercussions for that as they say in first wives club she's a quilt <laughs> honey she's a quilt honey she's a quilt <laughs> Um, she's probably never had Botox, but she's had a lot of other things. She's had Botox. She is not using olive oil she's on her Bo- face. She's had filler. She's had Botox. Like she's, I mean, she's, she's probably had like a facelift. JLo is objectively like she, stunning specimen. Like she's, she like defies. I think, I think she just has incredible genes. Truly. She has incredible genes and good work that like, she still looks very natural. I would say yeah. like she doesn't look pulled or nipped or tucked but it's also like in this day and age don't lie how are you gonna lie about that kind of shit yeah why do just you stop just, why do you have to lie like just be like yeah i've had like a few i've had some filler either say nothing yeah or tell us the truth don't but don't give me a no botox and olive oil <laughs> don't double down when stars yeah. double down who do you think stuff? i am yeah when when stars i love humble queen j-lo just get some olive oil from TJ's and puts it on her face. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Then someone published her makeup writer, which was literally like forty thousand dollars worth of products. Oh my god! I think that like her makeup artist requires when they travel or do something somewhere. Oh my god! Side note: I woke up yesterday and was just like having my morning cuddles with Tony and like going through my emails, and I got like a goop email of some founder of like shen beauty's morning routine and i was looking through it and she literally my jaw dropped to the floor she recommended she was like part of her morning routine is using a face cream that costs one thousand seven hundred fifty dollars for a <laughs> it takes a lot to really make me to shock me these days but that truly that i was shocked yeah Wow. She was like, you only use it. She was like, you only use it for three months of the year. <laughs> when you come out so, of, when you come out of like your hibernation, I uh, swear. Yeah. When, after you come out of jail because you can't pay your other bills and you just got like sent to the, <laughs> the IRS comes down, gets fired. The IRS comes you. and repossesses all your belongings and sends you right to the slammer. But you come out and you dig up a hole where you dug your $1,700 beauty serum and then you put it on. And then at least your face, you look like 10 years younger. <laughs> if you don't have a penny to your name. Just use it three times a year when you sleep for four months at a time. She, yeah, it's yeah, you use it, I guess, three months a year. I didn't really look into it because I was like, the more I look into this, the more I'm going to want and it will create like a deep need. And I can't do that with like, that's like, too, like I draw the line. I love, I draw the line at $1,700. That's a pipeline straight to Cedars. The goop to Cedars pipeline well, is people spending $1,700 mm. on beauty cream. Well, speaking of goop, out of t- like, remember when Amanda Chantal Bacon's like daily tab came out to like seven thousand dollars a day or something? Wasn't it like, wasn't it like some inordinate amount of money? It was a lot of money for her powders and potions, but 
she's kind of having the last laugh because she turned that into a thriving business. Yeah. No, I, I always like she was, started I, all of that. Like, and now I feel like everyone is incorporating all those powders that she talked about into like supplements and shit like that. I love when she said her son, her son requested sushi. He's like mm-hmm. two. <laughs> he knows what he likes. Francois always likes, I think his name was like Francois or something. Yeah. Hand rolled sushi. So hand rolled sushi from I, a step from a farm stand outside Venice. Yeah, I think it was like hand rolled with like sprouted grains and like rolled and some shit. I was like, okay. My favorite out of touch Instagram account is Martha Stewart, who is so out of touch. She's in touch as always. Mm -hmm. She's just she's circled fully back around. She just kills me. She had she had one post last week that was like, my attorney's wife needed a needed a place of her own on our property desperately during quarantine, so I built her a shed, and then you just like see her turning this dilapidated shed into like a little like like lady cave like workstation with like hideous furniture but like a very chic expensive office that she built this woman who just needed to get away from her attorney husband once in a while wow martha takes care of her own she does to be in her inner circle is to be truly cherished and loved can you imagine just being like oh god like i just want to get away from my husband he's so annoying she's like i'll just build you a fucking twenty thousand dollar shed yeah let me whip up a shed babe hang on one sec she's like great i'll like set up a standing desk and she's like awesome and i'll set you up with your own wi-fi she's like cool i love sign me the fuck up I want a shed. I'm ready. I would love a shed. Would love a shed on Martha Stewart. An Stewart's. incredibly wealthy person's sprawling property. Her Bedford, Bedford. Also, when there was some snow earlier, she went. I told you I love the snowplow, and you just see, <laughs> you just see her plowing <laughs> on her property. God, she loves to plow, and I bet she like brings her neighbors. Like they get to have eggs and stuff from her chickens, and yeah, Blake Lively and Ryan life Reynolds. Life is good. Mm-hmm. Her neighbors. You knew that, right? Yeah. And they like bake for each other. That's cute. She like left like a dead chicken on Blake's back steps one morning. Just a troll. Yeah, just like a sending a message. Honestly, that's true friendship is when you leave dead animals as like a silly joke for your friends. Yeah. Why not? May we all enter friendships. Like, I have a handful. I feel like you and I could do that for each other. But I yearn to have the kind of friendships where we joke like that. Where we, like, take it to, we, like, stuff that would. Take it too far. But it's, like, but it is just. I love pranks. The right amount of far. Yeah. I have a a good friend who is so funny. And one time he just sent me. I forgot that I'd given him my. This was years ago. I forgot that I'd given him my address in passing once. And then I got in my mailbox when I was living in Bushwick, I just got like a photo of some like, like stock photo kit, like creepy kid who was like smiling. <laughs> some, I think it was from a movie or so, like a, it was like a movie still of some kid being like, and I was like, what the, f-? I was so scared. There was no return address. And I was like panicking and I was like, who said this to me? And then I was like, it was some kid, it was from some movie where some kid has like a, like bowl cut or something. And anyway, and then I was like, oh, it's my friend. But like that stuff yeah. is funny. 
yeah we all need to have like that's true friendship is where you just like creep the other person out Mm -hmm. but it's like a safe creep yeah i think i'm a dead chicken we could do i would i would love if you did that stuff okay well keep your eye out maybe not maybe not dead animals but i could do like other fun like creepy stuff we're not at a place of dead animal yet well it's also like it's dead animals in the country is a whole different vibe than like a city dead animal yeah like that is a little bit maybe taking it too far Mm -hmm. but if we lived in like two country houses estates, if you will that i would put a lot of dead animals around your property thanks animals that were maybe already dead right yeah like roadkill or if a fox (laughs) got to the one of the chickens just little silly just little silly reminders i'm here (laughs) hey one time i that make you laugh when i was first dating (laughs) simon or like a few months into it was around halloween and i i went to pick him up and he said to just come in and i walked in and all the lights were off and i went hello (laughs) And then in the corner, I just saw Simon standing there with a skull mask on. And I almost had, I almost like fainted. And he filmed it. I remember. It was. An iconic moment. Like the most bone chilling scream of my life. (laughs) I bridged the living and the dead with that scream. You did. You woke some souls. Mm -hmm. And brought them back to life. Speaking of souls brought back to uh, life. Guys. I'm Lara. I'm Carrie. And you are listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique Unique Podcast. Podcast. Insatiable, Insatiable bitch, bitch Goddesses. Goddesses. Guys, speaking of resurrections, triumphant returns from the netherworld, our queen rodeo comes back in this episode of R-O-R-O-L. Thank God. But it's it's so brief and like... It was brief and meaningless. Yeah. It was kind of like, where'd she go? Yeah. She really didn't get to like have her moment to shine like I expected her to. They really should bring like, they really should bring some of these women into the house and like have like they did with new york and like have them stay with them and like fuck with them yeah they should have like i'm surprised like why they didn't bring anyone back from like last season i guess there's not really a person that you could bring back i mean you could bring they could bring back heather and have her like compete again that would have been powerful yeah or just like kind of like a a one and done fuck with them kind of thing like have Ro- mm-hmm. if they had had heather or lacy come stay for the night pff, oh my god no forget it forget it things would yeah. never be the same even rodeo she would cause <laughs> rodeo running she'd do some burpees like with them by the pool mm-hmm. maybe like lead them through a workout regimen <laughs> wall sits mm-hmm. yeah i think i would just have loved to see her kind of commingle with the girls a little bit more yeah it's a it's a real waste of of 
reality gold. It's a race of Cindy Rodeo Steedle. I'll tell you that right now. So, as you might have guessed, this episode is involves rodeo in every sense of the word. A horse episode. Horse girls jump out of this episode. Horse girls unite. We gather. We ride. Brett wakes everyone up in the morning like too early. I, I thought think. that was creepy. Yeah, I hate that. He's like, if you wakey, were wakey. in the morning in a dark room, and he's like, "Wake up, oh my darlings, wake up!" Chop, chop. He and says. Peyton, <laughs> yeah, Peyton like rolls out of bed, looking like a like. <laughs> Peyton has looking a- like a tumbleweed, Pey- and he goes, "Peyton, you look like a ray of sunshine." She's like, "What?" Peyton sleeps. Her pillow is like a bunch of cigs. Like instead of feathers stuffing it, it's a bunch of old cigarettes. What? It's a comfortable, a comfortable, musty cig pillow. What? I think Peyton's kind of given up like at this point on. Yeah. On the. I think she understands that like she's going to go. Okay. I just have to say this episode was ageist and. Um, I don't I didn't like the end result. I thought it was kind of slimy of Brett. Totally slimy. I think he's finding I think it worked out in his favor because he was going to eliminate Peyton and Catherine anyways, mm-hmm. but didn't have really good enough reason to eliminate either of them last week. So this time, the way it it played out, it like worked out perfectly for him to do that because they were both like on the losing team, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But, adu- but I agree. I mean, this entire, like all of the VH1 stuff is incredibly ageist. But like two and one, two in one night, like um, that's, that's pretty, re- it's reckless and revealing. And you know, he had to, if a man tell you, tells you who he is, believe him. <laughs> And he told them. I'm like, Catherine. He's not here for I'm women Peyton. his age. He's here for women who are 20 years younger than him. Yeah. They're both better off because those, neither of those relationships would no. have worked out anyways. So, and he's saving them a lot of, pro- he's saving them the trouble. He is. And also like, he friend zones, he already friend zoned Peyton last oh. episode where he was like, I think, yeah. I'll try not to fuck you. But, like, I might fuck you and then it'll be awkward because we fuck. Like, basically, he's like, you're a hole to me. You're a <laughs> hole that plays guitar. <laughs> I mean, if you, have to, if you have to ask the guy that you're pursuing, do you have any attraction to me whatsoever? Like, you should. I would say. Yeah. It's, it's good. Fucking We're, eject get the Get the back to wherever the fuck she's from. Yeah, like if you're wondering, if you Memphis. find yourself like really tortured and wondering if like this person that you're seeing has like physical base attraction one, to you, even just a shred of boner or Bre- like wetness for you, and you're like, I don't know, like they seem like they really aren't. You should probably be like, they're not. I don't think you. That's something you really have to clarify. Like when you know, you know. He couldn't even give her that. He, he said, gave her like he said yeah well, we, maybe we might we'd get fuck. drunk yeah or maybe I'll fu- I'll try not to fuck you but like he literally would fuck like a dead badger on the ground like so yeah like, he would slip and fall into a hole and fuck it so like <laughs> no but he's like he that, could like, he couldn't even give her like yeah I think like no he had to give her no 
not I he, I don't want you to be I don't want you to take this the wrong way and then later yeah maybe we could fuck yeah I'm I'll try not to fuck you but I probably won't succeed so like I will fuck you and it will hurt your feelings because I will not have set out to fuck you nor do I really want to fuck you it's just like I'm the kind of person that like fucks everyone mm-hmm which is a wild thing to say to someone. I love it. She's like, okay. Okay. Great. Okay. But Peyton's ready to go in this episode. She's big. John's like chop, chop ladies. And they come in and then he's has Brett or Peyton, <laughs> Brett, Peyton Lee, <laughs> Pey- Peyton read the poem for the day's challenge. And it's going to be a horse thing. And immediately Catherine's like, I've got this. She's like, I've got this. I'm from Montana. I, my life is horses. I've been on I a barrel horse. raced my whole life. Rodeo queen. <laughs> so Catherine's Catherine ready. also looks stunning. She does. She gets dressed up in her rodeo finest. And then they head out to like the horse racing facilities. Or like the rodeo facilities. Brett meets them there. And then he introduces. He's like, I've got a special guest today. Some of you might recognize her. Her terrifying and beautiful laugh. And then all of a sudden you just hear. <laughs> he just... says her cackling hellish laugh so rude so rude he just he's just the king of negging yeah rodeo gallops out and then she stops her horse in front of the girls and she goes you guys look great not <laughs> I'm just playing. You do look, you all do look really great. Y'all do look really great. She got, had to get serious. She comes galloping out like a witch. <laughs> Rodeo witch. She's a fucking hurricane of lols and clumps from a horse's hooves. But she looks so at home on a horse. She is. She and a horse, are, she and her horse are one. She's, She's Rodeo. <laughs> Rodeo is a she centaur. Was born to ride. She is a centaur. She's like has deep like she's an old soul. Mm-hmm. Her soul has been around for thousands of years. One of the oldest souls in the in the county. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like she was revered and feared in ancient Greece. She rode that horse from North Carolina or wherever the fuck she's from to all the <laughs> way to L.A. She just galloped her way across America on ninety five. Called her up. And he goes, Rodeo, I got a job for you. She goes, hold that thought. I'll be there in four weeks. <laughs> four <laughs> weeks? Then, Try four days. <laughs> she's, you think she's going to stop? She rode her horse. She just rode horses into the grave. And then when one horse would die, she'd hop on another steed and ride them until that horse rode into the grave. And then it took about six horses. But in four days, she got. I can't believe her name is a cross country journey. Cindy Steedle. Cindy Rodeo Steedle, and also gave herself that nickname. <laughs> she entered. She entered the Rock of Love universe as Rodeo, yeah. and then it's a moniker that she continues to rock on her Instagram. And I y'all gonna call I me Rodeo? It. And they're all like at some bar okay. one night. And like we're in the country, and she's like, um, everyone's like, okay, yeah. I think. Do you think she gave it? She anointed herself. Yeah, with the I name. Think maybe some guy was like, 
oh, you really, you're really a rodeo girl. And she's like, you just call me rodeo. And he's like, uh, <laughs> I am rodeo. Okay. He's like, cool. I love that she also puts it in quotes on her Insta. Mm-hmm. Like she'll be like, Cindy, rodeo, steel. Peyton, when she sees rodeo, she kind of sees, she's like, I, I, I know her. It's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> I wrote rodeo seems very stable and has been in therapy or something. She looks incredible. She's killing it. So they're going to have. She explains the challenge. Yeah, it's, it's basically a re- relay race. But they also have to ride. They have to like ride horses and barrel ride in some parts of it. And they have to chase down greased pigs and steal the bandanas off of them. Like what one would you want to which which leg of the relay race would you want to be in charge of? Or participate in? Where do you think you would shine? Honestly, probably the lassoing. Okay. Maybe not though. I have terrible hand-eye coordination. I would probably just do the pig. Just chase that little piggy. Chase that Love sweet that. little hog. Because the horse thing, I, would, I know I would fall. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like New York when she rides a horse in Flavor of Love season two. Mm-hmm. I'd be like... She rides a horse across like Napa Valley and is like <laughs> f- hanging off of it. She's like, oh my God! And like screaming. I'd be like Luann in Morocco. With, on the camel. Just get bounced right off. Mm-hmm. I would when I would want a barrel race. TBD if I'd be great at it, but I would give it. I'd give it a fight and effort. I would sit side. <laughs> I would sit side saddle. <laughs> Everywhere I go. Would you wear a full like full skirt with petticoats and sit side saddle? Yeah. And I, I'd actually want you dressed like a Victorian lady. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I would be dressed <laughs> Sitting, like. You'd be dressed like a Victorian lady with a top hat and like white gloves mm-hmm. and like a long lace skirt and like those little pointy Victorian boots. Sitting side saddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would no. That would be. I would be like Kate Winslet in Titanic at the end when you see her like on the beach on the horse. Yeah. But instead of cowboy style riding i'd be side saddle <laughs> side saddle victorian with, with a, vibes with a braid with a braided one a braid. long yeah. a long si- single braid to the side mm-hmm. that is very combining all the costumes i love to see you in yeah a tilda suspiria braid but a victorian side saddle proper uh, lady vibe a proper lady but a lady who's not afraid to get the sun on her a lady who's keeping her eye on you Mm -hmm. um amber the team the all the girls have to decide who are the best writers and thus will be the team captains and you hear them all talking and amber is like she's like realizing that she's gonna have to like ride the horse and she goes i'm gonna fucking do it (laughs) amber's wild in this episode she takes everything very seriously and earnestly, and God love her for it. Like, she's the most earnest out of all of the women. Catherine immediately raises her hand. She's like, it's me. She's so ready, because she's like, I got to get this date with Brett. This is my challenge. 
And she also picks an incredible team. I literally thought her team was going to dominate. Me too. She had Peyton, Inna, Daisy, like all the MVPs ready to just like get in there. Megan gets picked last again. She's, I think no one likes Megan. Like everyone like pretends Megan. that they like her. No, she's really mean. She goes, they don't know what it's like to go through life being hot, I guess. When hot is all you have, you're fucked. Yeah. Because hot goes away eventually. I mean, she's, she's definitely playing it up, but I think she actually is like a cruel person. Yeah, I think she's pretty mean. Like, to say... It's one thing to like joke about people or like make fun of them, but it's another thing to be like, "Ew, they're gross!" Like because they're old or something like that. Like it's the way she does it is very yeah. Like, like someday cruel. you're gonna be in your thirties. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, baby. Welcome, bitch. Um, <laughs> welcome, bitch. <laughs> uh, Amber's so injured. She's like, she's like, my legs are. She goes, my legs are shot. And she said, she says to Megan, like, she's like, she's like basically divvying up the spots. Cause she's like, I'm very, in-. she's like, Megan didn't play last time in the football game. And she's like, my legs are injured. I'm, I'm, I'm going through it. So Amber devises a plan to the, the least injured girls are going to be the mud wrestlers, the pig wrestlers. That was smart. But I was like, my God, Amber, go to the hospital. Like something is, oh, you are in pain. She literally is taking bandages off her knee or like redoing her knee bandages later on the episode. And I was like, she is fucking gangrene on her. Like, I wouldn't like she probably still has scars on her knees. From yeah. That football game. And then later when they're eating in the dark, which is so weird. Brett, Brett's like, it's good that I don't have to see their cuts and bruises. Pig. 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 Sewer king. And then. Sewer. I think Peyton goes, she goes, I'm. <laughs> She was like, I got to full throttle it. <laughs> yeah, Peyton's going to try. She's stressed, but she's not like letting it get the best of her. You know what I mean? She like calmed down after her last like stress out by the fire pit. And mm. it's like, she really has a chance here. Mm. She sees that. And Catherine, like it all starts out. Christy, Joe and Peyton, like, what do they do? They lasso some like holes. Peyton, you th- Peyton's doing, you think Peyton's killing it, but she actually is, Christy Joe nails it and gets it out before Peyton. Yeah, and then I think Peyton's intensity scared the horses, so they ran, they started running away from them. But Peyton gets the lead once they're on the actual horses and leaves Christy Joe in the dust. Yeah, and then they hand off the horses and Catherine mounts her trusty steed and starts to barrel race and she's, against Amber and their horses cross paths and Catherine, my queen decides to play fair. I know. She doesn't cut Amber off. And you know what? She's going to regret that. She says, I, she goes, I would, she goes, I could cut her off and like, uh, frighten Amber's her ombre's her horse. And then like <laughs> <Hearth. laughs> potentially, potentially fling her off the horse, but she's, but she won't. And it, it ends up biting her in the behind. I know. You gotta get you gotta go balls to the wall and play dirty in this crazy house of rock. Catherine's a love witch though. She's like she's not here to fight. She's here to love. Yeah. And she goes, she knows that whatever energy she puts out there comes back to her in threes. Yeah. So she's not she's not tempting the the witchy fates. Yeah. Also she's like one with animals, so she's why would you want to spook a yeah. speed old horse? No way. 
then the rest of the girls chase pigs around to try and wrestle bandanas off of them. And Brett is having the time of his life watching these girls debase themselves for his pleasure. So pig wrestling is violent. Yeah, like there's one shot of like Jessica like strangling a pig to like get the bandana off. I was like, these pigs cannot be having fun. Jessica goes from like, oh, I forgot she was even on the show to like killing it in the game. (laughs) I forgot just I was like, who the fuck's that? And then I was like, oh, her. Whenever a team member from the blue team, which with this, which is Catherine and Peyton's team, gets up to like get a bandana of a pig, it gets to Peyton and she's screaming on the sidelines. Like there's one moment where she's like, wow, <laughs> like she's going fucking buck wild. That's me at like a swim meet. You're a competitive guy. Mm-hmm. In certain scenarios. Peyton's like, Peyton's, because she knows her days, her days at the house are numbered. Yeah. It all comes down to Jessica versus Inna, and then Jessica pulls the red team to victory. Very surprising. You would think Inna would just, like, wreck that piggy, but it's, it's Jessica. Like, the who of who's ends up being the MVP. So, yeah, good for Jessica. Um, so her team wins the group date she's gonna have the single date with brett and peyton and Catherine are just devastated yeah Catherine goes i did feel like i was on death row because we forgot to mention that two women are getting eliminated tonight because brett kept women the night before that means two men or the next night two women will be vacating the house so there's a lot of pressure and Peyton and Catherine are feeling it the most, and it's not fair. It just isn't fair. Back of the house, Catherine and Peyton and Anna are all chief and sigs together. Yeah, it's a fire pit stress moment. And then Anna is over it, and she just bounces. She's like, I can't handle this. You guys are so negative. Peyton's like, I don't. She's like, I don't blame Catherine. She goes, I'm worried my head's on the chopping block, too. Yeah, Catherine and Peyton are commiserating because they know they're, they just know. Who else would get eliminated at this point? I tried to go through my head and I was like, no the one. only other person I could see maybe getting eliminated maybe was Inna. But I was like, no, Brett like seriously wants to fuck her. So yeah, it's sorry, you guys are going home. Catherine gets up and she goes, I can't even, I can't, I can't even smoke a cigarette. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. And she, and then she walks into the fire and lowers it into it. And then that's where she sleeps at night. Mm-hmm. She sleeps amongst <laughs> the coals. Catherine sleeps in like Jeannie from I Dream of Jeannie's bottle every night. She's like, and she goes, hops in there. And it goes into the, into the, into her lair, into her love witch den. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Brett's group date is fucking gross. They take them to this place called Opaque Dining, which definitely isn't real. Um, well, that do you remember that trend when it was like dining in the dark and it really had this moment of like, I don't remember oh, that. I, rem- I remember it during this time. It was like all these kind of pop-up restaurants would happen where it was like 
you can't see like only use your senses and that was like a very big like dining trend for a while and so this was like at the peak either the peak or tail end of the trend well actually in 2013 there was a restaurant in greenpoint that was a silent they had silent dinners on sunday nights where like you couldn't speak to you would go in like groups and i wrote about it i went for vice and I don't think it's there anymore, but it was like this guy and these women and they they seemed a little culty vibes, mm-hmm. um, but it was supposed to be like this sensory, like meditative thing. And it was all reporters and journalists. And like we all I had to like. I my my old roommate Susie and I got stoned and like didn't uh, like we went to the dinner and like we were not ready for what we were experiencing there. And. I had to pretend I was undercover. It was so weird. And then I wrote this article and some guy from my high school who I remember from one of my classes, like, I don't even think he knew I was the, or maybe he did know, but like he went off on the Facebook group for, and like led this charge against me for like speaking out. He was like, these people are just trying to make a living. Like they're just trying to do their, I think he must've known them or something, but he was like, like, he just he just went there to tear them down and like it was this whole thing. and I was like we went to the same high school. Oh my god, it's really creepy when people like pop up like that to naysay you. I wasn't I, it wasn't even that mean. It was just like it was a weird experience and I just wrote my experience and but anyway, that was it was reminding me of opaque. Wait, opaque is still around. Oh. I think obviously it's closed due to COVID. COVID might have taken opaque out, but it's a restaurant in Santa Monica. It looks like dining in in the dark. It looks awful. I thought they were in like a Marriott ballroom. No, they're in this place opaque. Wow. And it's like really hideously decorated, obviously, because you don't have to really try hard to decorate it nicely when everything's in the dark. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I guess you like hang in this like antechamber bar and then you're like led into a dark lair where you dine. I don't know if it's actually still totally dark or what the deal is, but it has three and a half stars on Yelp. <laughs> well. And we- it's very expensive probably like shitty food yeah someone said they paid over 230 dollars for two people no and the the quality of the food was on par with friday's and bj's restaurants oh bj's like like the wholesale place i guess wow i loved bj's well we're we know where we're going when covid clears (laughs) Someone says, gave one star. They dined there in February of 2020. Don't bother. $100 for $10 worth of diner food in the back of a bar draped with black plastic. Oh, another. (laughs) Someone went there for Valentine's Day. Wow. Can you imagine like this is your favorite? Like you go there like once a month. I can't. I just don't understand what the draw is like part of eating yummy food is also seeing it. I think it's, it's, also, what if someone puts a hair in your food or a loogie? Or what if it's like when you're on a train and the lights go out and then they come back and someone's been killed? Yeah. Or like, what if someone tries to like grope you? <laughs> well, that, 
happens in this episode. Um, yeah, I mean, like, but that is like the vibe. Is like you're literally setting yourself up to just get like for something bad to happen at a, in opaque. So Brett takes <laughs> uh, Christy, Joe, Destiny, and Ombre to the group date at <laughs> Opaque. They're led into the place by. Is he described as visually impaired? Yeah. So that's a blind. They have waiters, or the waiter is blind. That's cool. Which is cool. Yeah. I mean that that part is cool, like the kind of experiential like understanding thing. But for, for this was they only went there because Brett wanted to get like jerked in the dark. At yeah, the this is just a hand job opportunity. Is how he saw this date. So they get led into the utter darkness, and they sit down, and immediately Amber Ombre just starts like going off about her life. And like just starts, <laughs> she's scared. I think she's actually afraid of the dark, which so I would be starts, too. Yeah, her like defense mechanism is just to talk a lot and like fill the void. Mm-hmm. But I was comforted. I'm comforted by Amber's like tales. Like I find her voice to be kind of ASMR. Like I don't pay attention to anything she says, but I like hearing her talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I feel like she could put out like a playlist or a podcast of just her talking in monologue and it would actually soothe mm-hmm. a huge amount of people sign me up she'd talk them right to sleep well actually before they go into the room and they're still in the corridor you see amber like at one point just lick her teeth i was like "Ooh, she's <laughs> she's she's angling she's starting <laughs> She's ready to launch. And then also when they're lined up, ready to go in, you see whoever was standing behind Brett. Was it Christy Joe that was standing behind him or Destiny? I think Destiny Christy was. Christy Joe. Oh, Destiny has already like reached around and whispering something in his ear. Oh, it's beginning. Yeah. And so they like go into this place and you first hear Amber just talking and talking. And then Brett's like, this is what was happening to me. And then it cuts to, and you see that Christy Joe has gone full ho on Brett <laughs> and is like literally sucking the wax out of his ear, like sticking her tongue in his ear, like is all over him. And I was like, that's pretty hot. Like, I'm sure it's unexpected. She's like, she knows what she's doing, you know, like getting him all hot and bothered. But I was also just like, damn, like. She also okay. like is clear. I think she's getting fingered at one point. Yeah, I feel like there was lots of under the table stuff going on or like slipping. She was sucking on his fingers. She's like, probably just talking about like, like, <laughs> She's like, and then he introduced me to him and I thought he was so nice. And so I said, hey, I think you're nice and I would love to go out with you. And he went out with me and then we got to know each other a little bit and we were friends, but we still keep in touch and there's no hard feelings. It's like her just going and then on a nice story, nice at, story time with Ambre. And at one point, Ambre is like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, what's going on in here? She's like, am I just talking, talking while stuff's going on? And then at, when she says that, you look over and you see Christy Joe is like giving Brett like a hand job, I think. <laughs> she's giving him like a foot job and like sucking. His- but while he's like, and while he's like diddling Christy Joe. So Brett's just getting like. Getting it at all angles. Wait, <laughs> Destiny, Destiny, I swear, and I think Joe Desti- are both on him. I think there was one point where where Destiny is like jerking Brett while he's or like fondling him while he's, um, 
I shouldn't say fondled. That's gross. She's like working Brett She's over. She's doing an over the pants. She was H-K. doing like an over the pants H. Brett's basically getting like spit roast right now. And Amber is just like, what's going on over there? I hear rustling. Amber's worst fear is to <laughs> That's suddenly my worst fear <laughs> that you're not in the threesome. Into the <laughs> void. <laughs> Your worst no, fear is the- realizing that you're not part of the group sex going on. And you're just like, what? <laughs> That would be a horrible fear cometh true. But secondly, like what would make it worse is if you're just in a dark room that you think your people are listening to your story and conversing with you. And then you stop talking only to realize that you're just alone in the dark. <laughs> that is actually my worst fear. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and then on imagine the, if she was just added- all alone for hours and hours after that. Like no one came to get her. No one responded. And she's just like been in blackness for in complete pitch black for decades. Decades. <laughs> Realizing you're not part of the threesome. That's like me at the end of the uh, night when I used to like really party with gays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being like hanging or out and like that happens as a gay realizing... too. That happens. Yeah, just like... realizing that everyone's fucking without you. Or like that. Or I've been there before where it's like, they're like, you need to go because we're going to have like a threesome. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, uh, like you get like you get like a vo- like one word or like, yeah, I think I'm going to go turn in now. And you're just like, oh, I'm supposed to leave. And you like put the coke down and like. <laughs> it was yeah. usually understood for me as I would find myself like dancing on a couch or something and look around and everyone was suddenly in their underwear and like three guys were making out in the corner. And then I'd be like, Oh, it's starting. It's starting. <laughs> they probably don't want me here she's, right now. She's starting. I probably could watch, but I guess I'll just go. She's starting. <laughs> is anyone else here? Or is it just me? What's going on? What's going on? Ambre. And I'd be like, Oh, Oh. oh, and then like you All like right. run back home before you burst into flames. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at one point, Christy, Joe, and Destiny go to the restroom, and then Amber and Brett. You think Amber is going to be kind of like this is weird, but as soon as those girls are gone, Amber just like gets really close to Brett, and she's like, oh, "I'm so into you." Oh my god, it's so. We just have this like connection and brett's like oh yeah we have a connection for sure and then you're just like oh god and then christy joe and destiny are like destiny's pissed at christy joe yeah because she's like she's she's like this bitch is hogging brett she's hogging brett she won't switch seats with anyone and like give the other girls a chance to like rub on brett's dong over his jeans so mm-hmm. like, destiny has a bit of a chip on her shoulder um, but they, Ambre, Ambre. But then takes. they share, then they share a chip on their shoulder. Cause when they come back, Amber and Brett are like, they're making out. They're not, they're like dry humping so much that like, they both like orgasm, I think. Yeah. Like, cause like it's, in, you hear like intense, like panting breathing and, and like, smacking. What's happening there? Did they fuck? Honestly, the only way I would make out with Brett probably is if it was pitch black and I didn't <laughs> have to look at him. <laughs> I mean, he's a good dick. Great dick. 
You can. He can I'm be sure anyone. he's like a. I bet he's like a good kisser and good with his hands, just from having like so much experience. And then it would be like kind of hot and erotic, just if you don't have no looking. No, no, no! Don't no lights. No, no, no! Don't turn the lights on, please. Keep them off. He's Thank like, you. but I want to see you, baby. No, 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 no. But so Amber, Amber, and him are just like, she's like, oh my god, like I feel, I feel so close to you. I feel so close to you. And Brett's like, oh yeah, I'm so close to you. And then Chrissy, Joe, and Destiny come in. They're like, what's going on here? Hey, hey. And then Destiny's like, down. Chrissy, Joe starts getting back in. And then Destiny's like, what the fuck, Chrissy, Joe? She flat out says it. And then Chrissy, Joe's like, I let look. She's like, whatever. I let you had him in the limo. And she's like, oh, you let me. And then Brett's like, well, ladies, ladies, we need we need to go. So Brett's like, knows there's trouble. Chrissy Joe does a weird thing too, where she like, she makes out with him and like mm-hmm. gets really sexy and sexual. Yeah, which is great. But then starts like hitting him. Oh and, yeah, like, that was swatting bizarre. him. And I was like, whoa, you're you're crazy for that. Yeah, Girl, so that, you're that crazy was for that. She started That's like. A, she started like wailing on Brett. Yeah, like this that switch that I think a lot some people find that to be like very flirtatious and I think it's like a huge red flag. That's a run in the opposite direction for me. I've never understood that when I've seen people like, like a play hitting and like poking and stuff. I hate that shit. I used to see that like in school and I'd be like like with like a a guy and a girl and I would just be like that's unwell. I would always just feel very uncomfortable by seeing like playful swatting and then like hitting. Mm. She's like, she's like hitting him. Yeah. Brett's a little freaked out, I think. He goes, <laughs> without a doubt, Christy Joe is completely emotionally unstable. But I kind of love crazy girls, so it's turning me on. <laughs> <laughs> and so he decides when they get home from their date that he wants to spend more one-on-one time with Christy Joe because she gave him the biggest boner of all the girls in the dark room. <laughs> so they get back and all the girls, inc- mostly Daisy and Inna, are really pissed at Christy Joe because she's hogging Brett. They come back from a group date and Brett goes into his room with Christy Joe and Amber. Amber's like, I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's in there. She's still in there. And Daisy stays up till 2.30 a.m. just keeping a, a vigilant eye on the door of the room and crying. And then finally, I guess, decides to like call it a night and go to bed. And Christy Joe stays in Brett's room until 4.21 a.m. Yeah. Daisy's really upset. She's like, I guess they're just like seeing each other now. <laughs> I love Daisy like coming to terms with this show that she's decided to be on. Mm-hmm. She, didn't, she didn't know about the show until now. Yeah, now it's really real. I wonder if they like fooled around in there or like, because Brett's like, can we just chill and watch they, a movie? They fucked. You think they fucked? Yeah. Listeners, uh, let us know. What's that what theory? What did they do? Occam's Razor. Or like Murphy's Law. Where it's like everything that should, everything that will, should happen will happen or something. Bad, everything bad that can happen no, will? No, just like any, if it, like the most logical. Brett's Law. Brett's Law. The if, most... if they have a hole, we are <laughs> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah, because she's like, it's there. That was code because he's like, she's like, will you keep the door locked the whole time? And he's like, the door will be locked. Yeah, and watch a movie also is like classic. We're gonna fuck. Yeah. So Christy Joe sneaks tiptoes, like a little like a little mouse out of the room at four thirty with her little blanket on and gets in the bed. Mm-hmm. She's, and she's like I hate walking that they back. Keep the like daylight level overhead lighting on in those bedrooms. I know. On do they just flip on the switch like whenever a girl goes in and out of the room? I think so. Maybe it's like motion. Ugh motion detector or something can you fucking imagine 4 20 mm. in the morning you're sharing a room with three other women and then you get woken up by hell on earth overhead lighting no i would feel sick i would be my energy would be peyton in the morning mm-hmm. just 24 7 tumbleweed well, you know, vibes but you know who's up up and adam in the morning is our girl Catherine's like this could be my final day and I gotta make I gotta make an effort. So she's like, whips bread up some breakfast in bed and brings it into his room, and he's like passed out snoring. It looks delicious. Catherine goes, if I can't have a date with Brett, I'm gonna bring the date to him, and makes him bacon, eggs, and mm, buttered toast. I wanted it. I wanted it so bad. She brings it to Brett, who's sleeping in his bandana still, <laughs> and he goes. <laughs> He goes, she goes, Brett, sorry, did I wake you? And he goes, "Uh, Catherine. (laughs) I couldn't figure out if the scene was staged or if like he literally is sleeping in that room. He looked like he was sleeping. Yeah. And then he puts on his, he puts on his transition lenses and proceeds to have. (laughs) Looks like he puts on his Penny Marshall look and like (laughs) choose some great. Full Penny Marshall. He's he was fully like, Penny Marshall. Well, this, this girl's movie. older, so I got to get on her level. So he dresses up in like cosplay that he thinks Catherine can understand. And then he's like chewing gum, and then they start making out. And I was like, oh, I bet his breath smells. Ugh. She's like, mm. he's like, she makes him breakfast. He eats it all, and he goes, baby. He's like, I, as much as I'd love to stay in bed, he's like, I got to get my day started. And then she's like, okay. And then she goes, mm, baby, and then kisses him. And I was like, oof. Yeah, she's like, I could stay in here all day. And he's then like, he I... makes a joke of like, get out. And then but she's he... like, ha ha ha. But it's like, really, no, like, I get out. Brett and takes Jessica on their one-on-one date, and it's actually really fun. They go paintballing. I was like, not so into this date. <laughs> I thought it, it looked, here, it would be, the, the thing that I liked was when they were just shooting the little, like, targets and bottles with the paintballs Mm -hmm. but i didn't like like american sniper cosplay they took it to a dark place and revealed a lot like big john was in like fallujah (laughs) big john was in like operation shock and or shock shock and awe like he was a fucking sniper in the american sniper he was like a full sniper during the iraq war yeah, he goes, now we have the big, like, challenge. And you see someone dressed in all black sitting on a tower with, like, a gun ready to snipe. <laughs> and then it's fucking Big John. And he's like, I, like, I don't want to get shot by a paintball on a date. I want to be, like, no. dined and taken out and shown a good time and, like, 
treated like a queen. Like I don't, I like a paintball date to me is like once you're in the relationship, you like go paintballing maybe or send your SO off to go paintball with their friends. Well, I, I liked, I, for a second I was like, oh, this is cute. They're going to have like a 10 things I hate about you, like paint moment where they're like mm-hmm. running around, like throwing paint. That was like just little paint. I would love, that's what I want. Yeah, and that's what like I was hoping for. Them on each other, silly, like yeah. Literally. That I want to go. I still want to go to that wherever the fuck that place was. It was so cool. Um, yeah, I would do that. I just am like pain, getting shot by a paintball. Like it hurts. By a, from a long distance sniper, and he's like by a literal Brett's, army vet. Brett's like sniper. we have to make it over there, and Jessica's like, oh my god, like I didn't sign up for this. Big John is like shooting to kill. Like yeah. he's gonna shoot you in the fucking throat. I think he's having like. If what if he had a PTSD flashback and just fucking rages? Yeah, it was that was very dark. That was yeah. like we're wow. That was. St- I think this was still in the in the Bush era, right? Or like at the very tail end of Bush's regime. This I think was like yeah tw- two thousand no. Or maybe like Obama hadn't won yet, or but it was, it was still what, like. What in, year was this? Was this two thousand seven or two thousand eight? I don't know, but anyway, it was just still very much like, oh god, we were still in that like. I mean, we still are in many ways, but like in that like forever war mentality. Yeah, Big, this was like post nine eleven. Big John's our sniper. war on terror. Big John is fucking sniping. Doing what he does best, which no one knew. He's a literal sniper. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Jessica and Brett end up like hitting it off. Jessica's worried that they're not gonna have anything in common because she's like, I don't know if I like this, but then they end up like hitting it off. They had fun. Yeah, they had a good time. It wasn't like it wasn't like anything to write home about. But yeah. She's, but she's definitely not getting axed. By the end of their date, like the tone of the sniper date didn't feel as serious as it felt like when they were announcing it. Like I just would have been freaked out. I would have been like, I did not know this guy was like a literal sniper. Yeah. It was like TMI. Like just be like, Oh, big John's going to like shoot us with paintballs from like the other side. And like, we have to run, but like, don't be like he was in whatever he was in the Marines or whatever they do. I don't know. But I was like, oh, my God, he's going to, like, fucking try and kill me right now. But then it, they had a teamwork making the dream work moment. And, like, that was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, w- before they went on their date, Brett is, like, giving a quick recap. This was just a sad moment for Peyton, our fallen soldier, because Brett's like, there are lots of girls in this house. The sweet ones. And it shows Catherine, him kissing Catherine. He goes, the earthy ones. And it shows him <laughs> hugging Peyton. He goes, and the drop dead sexy ones. And I was like, good God. Earthy. Earthy. Okay. Not a compliment. <laughs> earthy. You're looking very earthy. Daisy and Megan, on, before Brett and Jessica walk inside they like grab lawn chairs and like set up like it was a kind of a flop plan because brett didn't really notice them yeah they like tried to like put themselves in the foyer the foyer and like have be the first thing brett sees when he comes in but like him and jessica like are still giggling about the paintballing and they don't really notice them when they come in so it's like and then 
yeah, Brett finally does, and they like each kiss him. But he's like, okay, I'll see you all at elimination. Mm-hmm. They're like, damn. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then we get to elimination, and I literally was like, Peyton and Catherine have to be going home. <laughs> and they do. <laughs> And they do. And Daisy, I love how seriously she takes eliminations and how much they like actually like deeply fuck with her. Because it's like no one has been eliminated and Daisy's already doing like eyes to heaven praying vibes, like mm-hmm. kind of tear filled, like pleading with the gods, like, please yeah. don't let this man send me home. I'm like, Daisy, Daisy don't worry. I don't think Daisy still like knows the rules. And I think every day she wakes up, maybe every morning she it's like 50 first dates and she wakes up and like doesn't remember the day before. She has like short-term amnesia and she's like, wait, where am I? She so thinks it's like that reliving she's dating this, Brett. Yeah. yeah and then she, she has to realize every day that she's competing against like a handful of other women. Mm-hmm. But every day gets a little bit better because it's like less girls. Like one day she woke up and it was nine, but tomorrow she'll wake up and it's seven. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But she's still every, like, everything is like a life or death scenario totally. of seriousness for totally. Daisy. And I, 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 I really love it. It tickles me. Yeah. Um, and this time in Elimination, he, it's his goal to make Christy Joe pay. So he yeah. doesn't give her, like, he waits a long time to give her her pass. I was like naturally yeah. because he had the most connection with her and he any woman that like is vulnerable with him and he like connects with he has to punish them yeah because he's punish like vibes now I hate you because I know too much about you or did I like you that much yeah you'll never know and then Peyton has a really sad moment where she thinks that Brett is talking I about know. her I hated he-, that. <laughs> he goes this girl he goes, is this a super next hot rock chick and you just see Peyton go she like smiles a little and he goes destiny Destiny. come on down here and get your pass and peyton's face falls i was just like god damn like peyton can't catch a fucking break i just wrote oh no (laughs) oh no and then he he gets rid of he first eliminate well he gives who does he give the final the final pass goes to Inna, and Inna. he's like, basically, he's like, you feel like you've been, le- your head's like not as much in the game, but I need you to like come back to me. He goes, my Ukrainian love tank, come back to me. Oof. I was like, again, with the tank. Yeah, he's reference. like, he's like, you got to step it up. And she's like, all right, cool. And then Peyton and Catherine just look downcast, and he's like, Peyton, come on down here. And she's like, Maybe in a, she's like in another time, another place, maybe in the right set. He's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> He's like, I just don't want to put you through. Like, he makes up some bullshit excuse, and he's like, and that's not a cop out. I just don't want to hurt you. I just want to make sure we can always be friends. And I was like, God damn! Like, this is like salt in the fucking wound. Just be nice and make out with her and call her sexy and send her on her way. Or like walk her to the door like he did with rodeo. Yeah, or tell her, like, hey, next time I tour, you're going to open for me or something like that. Yeah. No, she, he just, like, fucking kicks her ass out. She kicks lo- her earthy ass to the curb. She, as she's walking out, she does the rocker symbol and heads out the door. Yeah. 
And then he's like, Catherine, and you just see Catherine. She looks really sad. She's devastated. She's like, Remember, need- she entered this competition going. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did need her. And he knew he knew it. And so he had to get rid of her. Because he knew that she could be the answer to all his life's problems. Yeah. And Catherine's she- better than him. Peyton's better than him. Literally everyone's better than him. She's like, I think I really was right for him. And that's his mistake. And he's going to have to find that. He's like, the other girls just aren't the, aren't the right ones for him, but he's going to find, have to find that out on his own. She's right. She is right. He doesn't end up with anyone long-term from this. She like walks away and hops into her little genie lamp and flies away. On to the next. Back to Montana. She says, and gets on her broom and flies out into the night. (laughs) She goes, her big top, her little pointy hat, and she flies out. She goes, dee, dee, dee. Dee, wiggles dee, dee, dee. her nose. Um, Chrissy Joe also is like living for the drama. She's like, as soon as I got my pass, I could feel the energy in the room shift. Everyone hates me. And I'm like, God, you like get off on being like this girl. Like yeah. everyone thinks you're annoying. And like yeah. they do hate you, but not for the, like they just, they're annoyed by you. You know what still isn't unpacked yet? Her boxes. <laughs> Her fucking boxes are sitting there. Christy, your house is still unpacked, and all that's going to be waiting for you when you get home. I just want you to remember that. Yeah, and then if, even if you win this, you're not going to be able to hang with Brett for four months, and you're going to have to unpack all those boxes in the meantime. Yeah. That would so, stress me the fuck out, too. I know. I'd be, the I'd longer, be thinking of, like... The longer you stay, the more, <laughs> the more they're there. Like, the bigger they get. Yeah. Oh, my God. The more dust is accumulating. I kept thinking about that. I was like, God, Christy Joe, like, stop being annoying and just go home. Yeah, like, you're really you're not- throwing yourself full <laughs> throttle onto Brett's dick. It might buy you some more time, but it's not going to unpack your boxes. <laughs> and it's not going to raise your son. I've got, so many- I've got things to unpack. It's not going to get you divorced any faster either. I know. I know. Being, not getting into a new relationship. <laughs> getting into a new relationship is not going to expedite your current divorce. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to take the same amount of time. And on top of that, you're going to have to be balancing a new relationship. So, like, it's going to be stressful. And unpacking all those boxes. And unpacking all those boxes while your child watches. Yeah. And raising a child. Like, you have too much yeah. on your plate right now. She should have, she should maybe fuck him and then bounce. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's the best of both worlds. It's like truly the, if you're into Brett, that's all you can really hope for is a hot night of great sex after a gorgeous date at Opaque and then getting the hell out and looking forward to a new day unpacking those boxes putting all your stuff away breaking the boxes down putting them in the recycling area and then just like kicking your feet up on the couch and feeling good about what you've done you just hear boom 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 <laughs> the music <laughs> boom 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 uh, well i guess we're we're nearing the crowd the herd is thinning i'll just say it is now we have seven women Sexy seven. The sexy seven is here, not for long. Um, so we're gonna be exploring this latter half of the season two. 
stay with us because this is, you know. We're on the edge of our fucking seats. We're on the edge of glory, guys. <laughs> I'm on the edge of glory. And I'm staying on along with you. I'm on um, the edge, the edge, the, the edge, edge, the edge, edge, the edge, the edge, the edge. edge, edge, edge. She yeah, should have sang I that would, today. Oh. That would be amazing. What was Gaga's song where she dressed up as like her male alter ego or masculine alter ego? Uh, I think it was You and I. Yeah, I would have loved you it for her to sing I. You and I. That's where she <laughs> met her ex-fiance, Hot Taylor Kenny. Or- oh my God. When she was doing like masculine Gaga. No, when she was like a mermaid. Love. Been a long time since I learned. (laughs) (laughs) Sit right by where you belong. I wish Uh, it had just been a full Gaga concert. Like no one else need apply. Gaga's got this. I think it would be great. It would be perfect. It's what this nation needs to heal is for her to perform Rain on Me. Rain on me, me, me. Rain on me, me, me. Um, guys. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for Salty Utah Queens. Hopefully, it's good. Um, yeah. We'll be the episode. Our show will be good. But I'm talking our show about the is action. great. We'll always find things to loll about. But just hang in there with us. Um, I hope everyone's having a good by Trump Day. End of Trump Day. Yeah. End of Trump Week. Be positive, be kind to others, be friendly to others. <laughs> and um, follow Carrie at eCarrie You can follow Lara at Lars Marie. Woo! And uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, if you want bonus episodes, you can join the Patreon, patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast. It's a really cool community of lollers and we do weekly bonus episodes that drop every saturday and that's all she wrote bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm